Shaking everybody, you're listening to Improv Tabletop, the RPG show where we make up everything on the spot. Today, we are not making up anything on the spot. We are talking about real life occurrences with our dear friend, Justin Porter, aka JP. Yes, it's been a while since we've had a get to know the cast episode. And today we have with us the man himself. Uh, you know him from the very first episode of Improv Tabletop and currently from Dumbledore's Delinquents. Yeah. JP, how you doing today? Oh, I'm doing good. Doing good. Just excited to be back and doing this. It's been a while, so. Yeah, that's, you know, the it's fun to do kind of the long form, like the Avatar campaigns. Mm-hmm. But what kind of stinks about that is that's only three players for an extended period of time. Mm-hmm. So I'm really glad to be back into like just getting everybody more chances to be on the show more often. It's good. Excited to do more. It's great. Well, we'll start off with our little icebreakers. First, what is your favorite breakfast cereal? Oh, I don't know. Uh, Honeycomb. Ooh, that is a nice one. Yep, I think Honeycomb. I, I really like Raisin Bran, Honeycomb, Frosted Flakes. Mm. But I think Honeycomb's my favorite. Nice, lots of classics. And Corn Pops. Corn Pops are good too. Oh man, those are like the commercials that I remember watching when I was a kid. It was always like the Corn Pops, the Honeycomb. Those were the good ones. You know, they have Corn Pops in Australia, but it is very different Ooh. and not good. <laughs> yeah, I'll keep that in mind for yeah. if I'm ever visiting. Yeah, if you're ever in Australia, you could try the Corn Pops, but they're not good. Yeah. Yeah, I'll stay away from those. <laughs> Next up, who is your favorite Winnie the Pooh character? Oh, I haven't thought of that, but I'm going to guess um, Tigger, of course. Mm-hmm. Classic. Yeah, nice and high energy. Mm-hmm. Although I do like the um, the gopher because I watched a video the other day. I didn't realize this, but a lot of his stuff is uh, breaking the fourth wall, like in the movies or whatever. He says, like, he actually says a line, I'm not in the book or something. And because he's not in the book. Oh, I did not realize that, actually. Yeah, if you watch the movie, I can't. I don't remember what it is, but he's talking about it because they're in a book or whatever. And he like, they ask him a question and he says, I'm not in the book or something like that. Huh. But that was also a Easter egg for the fact that he's not in the book. Dang. Yeah, I'll have to keep my eyes open for that. Mm-hmm. And then finally, what is your dream job or vocation? Well, I'm actually right now going to school for massage therapy. So uh, massage therapist, I guess. Nice. Yeah. Well, now getting into our more podcast-related questions, we'll start off with, uh, what is your history with acting and with improv in particular? So I've been acting since I was in high school. You know, went to school, went to college, and did a little bit of acting. And then I took a break from college. And uh, as people who know me know, I took quite a few breaks from college. (laughs) And I did, you know, plays in college. I did community theater. Then I did the play mill up at West Yellowstone. Um, I had done a little bit of improv, not that much. But then when I auditioned for Comic Frenzy, the first time I didn't get in. And the second time I was just doing it for fun because I didn't think I'd get in. And then I got in and I I was like deer in the headlights. I'm like, wait a minute, I actually have to do this now like I actually have to get on stage and do it and it was really fun I ended up doing really well I there was actually the second time we did it because they do two shows they do three times a, a semester two shows a night so six shows and on the second time we did it and it was like the first show I was losing my voice and in the second show I lost it mm-hmm. and but I still went on and it was really fun so I got to do and we, we, we came up with reasons for why I couldn't talk and it was great yeah I was at that show that was right after I'd graduated 
And I went up to our director, Trevor, after that show was done. And I was like, man, Trevor, I've been wanting JP in the troupe for so long. And now I feel like I've been cheated out (laughs) of being able to perform improv with JP on stage. But now here we are on the podcast. So it all works out. Yeah, we're on the podcast. That's great. Yeah. I also remember back to it was the first play that I did in college. You were in. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Lamp at Midnight, a play about Galileo. Yep. That was a wild old time. We each played like four different characters in that play. Yep. And uh, we had to grow mustaches. That was great. And that was back when I definitely could not grow one. (laughs) It was pretty bad. Yeah. Oh, good old days. Yep. Let's see. Next up, what is your history with geekery and with RPGs especially? Well, uh, well, RPGs, I've always been a nerd. Um, I've loved, like, you know, video games and stuff, but I've also been, like, really into superheroes, Star Wars especially, and now Star Trek. I'm really into Star Trek and stuff. But getting into RPGs was actually, the first was with you guys mm-hmm. when I got into Comic Frenzy because you guys were running a campaign. And, okay, the first time I'd ever played, though, was when Connor was doing um, Tiny Dungeons or something like that. Tiny Dungeon, yeah. Yeah, and I did not know what to expect what it was like i just remember i was like a swashbuckling rogue kind of thing and then i said i seduced this person and he goes okay what are you going to say and i'm like wait i have to actually come up with what i'm going to say to seduce this person oh okay <laughs> and that was like that what opened my eyes i was like this is actually really fun and then i got into your guys's group the comic frenzy group so this was actually when i was dating ems at the time she was the one that got me in to play with you guys because she was playing with you guys mm-hmm. with that tiny dungeons and then joined your campaign it was really fun yeah and i remember the very first time we sat down to do a test recording for improv tabletop it was a very different kind of situation because we were all still in the same city at that point point. Mm-hmm. and i had this wild idea of like okay maybe we'll start this podcast and i remember it was president's day back in 2019 i want to say it was and so we had just a few of us who were available it was you me and our friend scott who wrote the theme song for improv tabletop yeah Oh yeah, and I was Jim, Jimmy, Jim, Jim. Yeah, we we got together at your apartment, yep. and we had this big octopus of mic cables. I had them all feeding into my computer, and I had to like go in and make uh, this MIDI output device, whatever thing, to try and get all the mics into one. It was a mess. Yep. We recorded, and I still have that recording somewhere on my computer. But I doubt it's ever going to see the light of day because that was literally the first time we ever tried yeah. to record for this podcast. Yeah, that was a, that was a good episode. That was fun. But yeah. And then it wasn't until a year and a half later or so that we actually sat down to record the first test recordings for Improv Tabletop. I still have those early test recordings on my computer as well. Uh, it was interesting just like trying to figure out the format of what the show was going to be because mm-hmm. when you play Fate Core they have like this campaign building sheet and it's got okay these are the different places you can go and you're going to like make some aspects for each of the places you're going to come up with a few of the people who are going to be in each of those places and give them aspects and so we tested out the first couple times filling out this entire sheet and pretty quickly realized well shoot we're coming up with like all of the details before we actually start playing that kind of gets rid of the improv vibe that we're going for yeah i I actually we played fate a little bit just for fun before we recorded and i actually prefer fate honestly over dungeons and dragons just Mm -hmm. because 
you have so much freedom to just come up with stuff mm. like i remember like we were playing one where it was like muppets in this world or whatever and i played this like really rich goblin guy and so like we got into a fight yeah. we got into a fight in my one of my casinos that was like an airship or whatever and i went and i said okay well i grabbed a pistol out of my safe because i would have a pistol in my safe and we we're like cool and so i had a pistol to fight and i was just like that i don't know i like that not having to worry about the rules just worry about making sense in the game and you just have so much fun oh man i do still i one of the initial test recordings we did was wild west james bond mm. and i would like to bring james bond back at some point because oh. your character golden tooth yeah. that was lots of fun and james bond is one of my favorite things ever i love james bond but golden tooth i forgot about that well now that we've talked about some of your general history uh getting into more podcast related specifically who would you say are your top three characters that you've played on the podcast and what do you enjoy about them well my favorite probably is group mm-hmm. honestly because it's just he's just funny and i just like i like i just remember i wasn't even thinking about it when we first came up with the fact that he was teaching sleight of hand like close hand magic to a bunch of students at a wizarding school mm-hmm. and i was just like i thought that was hilarious after i said that i was like so that just became part of my character yeah um i really enjoyed what was it the fallout back yeah yeah where i got to play the dad and that was fun did with dave and buster and that was great yeah that was such a fun like because we were still very much like even after we started releasing episodes that we recorded we were still trying to figure out the format Mm -hmm. and it was so great having like all of these npcs there who were so closely tied to your characters because like we had gentry for evan's character but then we had dave and buster your character's sons and that really opened up a lot of avenues for me as the gm to be able to understand more about like how I can use these characters to help move the story forward. It was really cool. I really loved that. Yep. And I really, I really did enjoy um, Dr. I can't remember his name now. Um, Dr. Bond, I think I called him or something like that. Dr. Stephen Bond. Yeah, Dr. Stephen Bond. Just because that was the first time, like, because I remember on that last episode when everything went crazy, I was so hesitant because I'm like, I don't want this to be too weird. But like, it ended up being really funny, mm-hmm. you know, when when I became the ra- the part of the Raptors or whatever, and I was just like, yeah. I I was so hesitant. I'm like, I don't want this is the first time we're doing this. I don't want to make it too weird, but it was really funny. Yeah, I'm just being flooded now with all kinds of nostalgia about the early days of Improv Tabletop because mm-hmm. I remember at one point after we'd recorded a couple episodes, being all like, you know, we probably don't have to be like holding back our laughter. Yeah, because initially we were like, oh, we want this is a podcast. We need to sound professional and so we need to make sure that we're you know keeping a straight face and doing a good job but eventually realizing you know the laughter is part of what makes this so fun Mm -hmm. and like when we're performing improv on stage you know we've got the people who are up there on the stage performing in the moment but then everybody else is off stage in the sidelines just laughing their heads off Mm -hmm. so that was a really fun realization of making it feel more like an actual improv show i agree though with like the laughing it makes it more real because it is we're improv but we're also playing a game with each other Mm -hmm. and you know and and since we don't have an audience in the background laughing is just kind of nice to hear other people think our jokes are funny because that's also what gives the improv player like going is when they know what 
they're doing is funny. Yeah. So, And it also helped me to really start to shift my brain for realizing, okay, this really isn't D&D. Mm-hmm. Like D&D, it has the rules and, you know, the dice rolling and all of that stuff in a similar way. But it's just such a different mental space. Whereas like when we sit down to play D&D, it's more like, okay, we're here to play a game. And we understand that improv is part of the game, mm-hmm. but we're here for like the rules and the dice rolling and the character sheets and stuff. Whereas when we sit down to record for improv tabletop, it's more like we're sitting down to do an improv game. We're doing an improv show, but it just so happens that the rules of this improv game are the rules for Fate Accelerated. Yeah, for sure. And and how do we push the story, not just how do we play the game, you know? Yeah, and that's why I think this game in particular is so perfect for our format with improv is, I'm sure I've mentioned it several times, but the rules for Fate Accelerated, you can do literally anything. Mm-hmm. It's just a matter of how do you go about doing it. Right. Well, now that we're kind of getting into the end here, do you have any advice for people who want to get into improv? Yeah, um, I think something that like, cause like, like I said, I had done improv before, but no one had really explained it to me until I got into college. It's like, first off, you need to understand who you are and then where you are, like just establish that at the beginning. But also it's just, it's just have fun, but like also like try to make the other person look better. Try to give setups to other people and stuff. That's a big one. Cause it's like, it's no fun playing with someone who's trying to make themselves look better mm-hmm. and stuff. And it's just like knowing when to be quiet. Like there are sometimes like when we're playing and stuff where I'm watching, I'm like, I could say something here, but these guys are going. So I'm just like, I'm just going to let them keep going. Mm-hmm. So yeah. Being able to have that restraint, like the first time you do improv, like, you know, in high school, you're at the end of drama class class and it's like well, we've got a few minutes let's do some improv mm-hmm. it's just kind of like oh yeah we just make jokes and that's all improv is and then coming to the realization of like it is <laughs> it feels weird to say it but improv is an art form yeah people have put just like years and years and years of research into what makes improv good there are books and books out there getting very granular about the principles of improv But I think like one thing you touched on that is just so important with improv in general is being willing to just let what happens happens. Like you don't always have to be in the front. Mm -hmm. You just have to be there to do what the scene requires you to do. Mm -hmm. It makes me think of there's uh, a warm up game that we would play called One Word Stories. The way that this work is you have everybody in a circle and you're going around and each person says one word to tell the story. Mm And the thing that we kept saying is you need to be okay with being the and. Mm -hmm. Eventually, at some point in the story, somebody needs to just say and. And your gut reaction might be, well, I need to say something funny Mm -hmm. or like really off the cuff or interesting to throw this story in a different direction. But sometimes you really do just need to say and. Yeah, I totally agree. It's also and like we played a game where there was one time I remember in class where we literally just played like this. We would sit in a circle and just make funny scenes and stuff. And I remember like there would be times where like I would just be a shooting star and I would jump across the thing and be like shooting star and just to be the background. And it was fun just to add to the story, you know? Yeah, that's something I do miss about doing improv on a live stage. You know, the people who are on the stage, they're like, okay, here we are at the restaurant. And then all of us who are off stage are like, okay, they need chairs. They need a table. So we come up and we become the chairs. We become the table. Mm-hmm. And it's really fulfilling to be able to fill those supportive roles in a scene. Yeah, for sure. 
Well, on the other side, do you have an advice for people who want to get into tabletop gaming? Um, yeah. I Well, I was actually thinking tabletop gaming with the improv is just playing tabletop gaming also helps you do improv a lot better. I feel like that's why we did so well in improv and vice versa, why we still play good role-playing games because we did improv. Mm-hmm. For people getting into RPGs and stuff, I don't know. Like, just think about telling the story versus just winning Mm -hmm. you know like like try to get the story going versus just like winning it's just because it's like more satisfying when the story is good versus when i don't know like a lot of times i don't even think about like what are we going to do i think what would my character do Mm -hmm. uh i remember specifically there were some times where i kind of put our party in a bind because i was like i know that we could do this but my character wouldn't do this so yeah uh an example from some very recent episodes i in fact i think at the time of release, it'll be the episode that was just barely released last week, our finale for Starboo Valley. Uh, little spoilers for Starboo Valley here, but we get to the final encounter and the bad guy is like, okay, I'm going to take a form of your own devising, choose and perish. Mm-hmm. And you, knowing Ghostbusters, is like, okay, we need to empty our minds. We're not going to think of anything. Mm-hmm. And you all rolled really well, but I was like, okay, but it'll be more interesting if one of them doesn't succeed. So I turned to you and I was like, JP, do you have an ex who you might be thinking about in this moment? And to your credit, to help the story get a lot more fun at that point, <laughs> uh, you were willing to go with that and to do that thing that might not have been quote unquote optimal for the game, but that helped the story really progress forward in a lot of fun ways. Yeah, for sure. That was fun. That was a really fun episode. So Yeah. Well, JP, do you have any other just like final thoughts that you want to share with all of our friends out there in podcast world? No, I've I've, uh, really enjoyed looking at like comments and stuff and seeing that people are actually appreciating like what I do in the session every once in a while. So it's been fun to see people like respond to something I do that because like really when I'm playing, I'm just playing. I'm not really thinking about an audience at the time because it's just like I'm just having fun doing this. But then to see people actually appreciate what we do, it's really great. Yeah, it's a weird putting your creative output into the void. That's I've been comparing this podcast with live improv a lot, but with live improv, when you're performing, you get the response immediately if the audience is laughing. Mm -hmm. Whereas with this, we just kind of have to put it out there and hope that somebody is enjoying it right uh and it's nice to see that a lot of people are Mm -hmm. it's very heartwarming yeah well jp uh thanks for joining me here today yeah no problem this was great yeah listeners uh if you want to hear more of jp's work on improv tabletop we've got oh gosh we've we've already mentioned jurassic bake-off fallout back dumbledore's delinquents we've also got taika's fun punch club Mm -hmm. we've got the merry pokemon And, of course, our patron-exclusive campaign, our continuation of Dumbledore's Delinquents, Mm -hmm. which is really off the wall, but lots of fun. Mm -hmm. So, everybody, thanks for joining us here today. I'm Ned Wilcock, your host and GM, and I've been joined by... Justin Porter, a.k.a. JP, and bye now! Much love and stuff, everybody. We'll catch you next time on Improv Tabletop. Mm -hmm.